0: Hello, everyone. and Welcome back to the call to action podcast. Today is Thursday, October first, And uh, two friends of the podcast back with us. Uh, love to see these guys, Cam Smith of NIU baseball, and Ethan Good, who is a former BG men's basketball player, and now studying sports law, uh, part of their grad program at Arizona State. How are you guys? And first, I'll start with you, Ethan. Uh, bring us up to speed. It kind of outlined what you're doing, but talk to how things are out West.
1: Yeah, uh, born and raised Ohio boy is way too hot out here for me right now. I cannot handle 110 degrees, but um, things are going well. Uh, started the program. I think I'm in a mu- month in already. Um, and, you know, just learning more about the sports industry and uh, continuing to chair division one sack and, and, you know, make strides in, in that area.
0: Cam, okay, how about you? What's going on in your world?
2: Uh, for me, I'm just trying to honestly become more like Ethan every day. Um, uh, for me personally, though, you know, it's just been getting back in the swing of things. with baseball. Um, you know, trying to figure out things on campus and with season um, and, you know, right now, currently I'm doing my clinicals for student teaching. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with that. So it's kind of a little bit of what I've been doing.
3: Yeah, and I guess my question to both of you is how, how easy or hard has the adjustment been? Uh, you both going to school still, how has how it, it kind of changed from when things were, I guess, normal? Ethan, we can start with
0: you. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's uh, obviously very different. Um, I, I'm trying to like, figure out how much of it is different because I'm in grad school and in a different part of the country and how much of it is different because of COVID related things. Uh, but it's, it's an adjustment that I, I'm impressed with everybody's handling of. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think it'll last forever. I hope it doesn't. Uh, but even if it did, I, I have no doubt in our, our ability to overcome it.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Ethan. Uh, for me, kind of tricky uh, being a student and now a teacher. I get both sides of it. Um, Right now, currently, I know it's tough to communicate with my students, you know, they're nervous to get on camera. Um, I try to be silly with them and joke with them, but, you know, just finding more so activities uh, to do with them more so than, you know, just straight on, hands on, direct instruction, uh, because it can get boring. Um, And then on the student side, I mean, it's, it's been more of discussion based Uh, discussion posts and things like that, just because we are not allowed to, you know, be around each other at the moment. Um, So that's just kind of what it looks like for me. Um, It can be kind of, you know, frustrating at times, but like Ethan said, you know, we just adapt and, you know, we'll all find a way to get through it.
0: And cam just before things kind of I know you guys are in a situation right now on campus and just like you mentioned trying to stay away. Uh, you know, and, and do what's ever possible, but how is that feeling you know you're home all summer and uh, clearly it's great to be with your family and loved ones and and that's kind of the silver lining I think we've all talked about through all this is that you're able to be with your family, a little more. Um, how, how great was it, though you know, that first week, first day, first time getting back on the field and, and doing the things you love back on campus?
2: Oh, I mean, it was a feeling that, you know, I hadn't had in a while. Um, it was one of those things where, you know, you put in a lot of work for the, to prepare for your season. Uh, we didn't really get that opportunity. So it was a lot more work that was able to be put in, um, working on my body and, you know, working on my game and then coming back and just being able to see what teammates have been doing and you know just competing once again you know back on the field so it was awesome um you know everybody was really excited to get back in the weight room uh, but you know it's just been kind of tough especially with the pause and the shutdown right now for us um and i think everybody on our team in athletics is kind of struggling but you know we'll get through it and things like that
3: uh, that's good to hear that you guys are, are both doing good um obviously we brought you on here for a, a very important reason and a very important topic today um ethan i guess we'll, we'll start with you uh you know uh, with all your work that you've done the past i don't know how long you've, you've been actually working on it but you know it got, it got passed last week that you guys will have off for for uh election day. Just talk about that experience and, and your work through it and, and kind of your feeling and uh, of all the success that it's had and the movement that it's had.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, thank you for asking it. Uh, that, that proposal specifically um, is huge, not just because of the content of it, but kind of like the bigger message that it poses, not just um, it's important to vote and it's important for young people to vote, but also that, you know, this was student athlete driven from day one. Uh, student athletes, You know, made the decision and they put it all the way through through the things that were um, already in place in the NCAA structure. And sure enough, within six months, which you know, for the NCAA to do anything in six months is kind of crazy. But I think about six months from the time it came to us from to the time it was officially proposed and passed, uh, it was uh, it was just a cool experience. Everyone was on board with it, you know, from the beginning. So it was it was a lot easier to get the support. Uh, behind it, a lot of schools are already doing it as an initiative, um, but we try to take it to the next level and make it, you know, an actual rule. Um, kind of the specifics on it is it, it will care hours like practicing. Uh, you still might be able to travel. You still might be able to um, do things that aren't, you know, they don't count as your 20 or eight hours, depending if you're in season or out of season. Uh, and it's every year. Um, so it's not just, you know, for presidential elections, we, we wanted to make sure that it was important that we were also taking time um, for, you know, midterms and, and local elections and stuff like that. But the biggest purpose of it is to to be a civic engagement, not necessarily just a day off for student athletes, but an opportunity for them to uh, give back to their community, an opportunity for them to, um, you know, educate themselves and Hopefully start some more discourse around politics. I think people uh, my age and Cam's age, they don't take a lot of time to talk about politics and and real world issues, um, unless it's through Twitter or something. So maybe, you know, conversations in the locker room can lend themselves to some more, you know, education and maybe some truth
0: and thanks for outlining all that cuz I saw no kara on civic engagement day and I read that and I was like what is that so uh you know <laughs> that that was why we wanted you uh on here to outline what that's all about and that's a great breakdown and bring up a good point we we talked to uh women's lacrosse coach Sarah Tisdale the other day um from from Central Michigan and she said you know this isn't necessarily a political thing it's that we all get to vote. And it's it's our right that we get to vote. And that's an important thing that we I think everyone, uh, especially people uh you know in, in college and your guys' age, that we, we need to realize that that this is a opportunity for all of us to to do something, um, and to have that right is is so very important, no matter what side of the fence you're on or what what your views are on any type of issue. So um, yeah, you know, thanks for outlining that. And I saw you got retweeted by uh, mr. mr. Chris Bosch to help kind of uh, share in the student athlete voice uh, how you know I joke around a little bit because I know I saw your thing it, that's awesome I mean it's Chris Bosch Chris Bosch but getting getting people like him or others uh, to, to share that voice how do how do things like that help
1: Oh, it. it. Chris and his team uh, did a phenomenal job. They reached out to us and their whole purpose was to not just amplify this proposal, but to amplify student athlete voice and student athlete movements. And so uh, traditionally the biggest thing that we struggle with as a student athlete advisory committee is that exposure, is that reach of getting people to see things and and do things, you know, NCAA tweets end up getting a little less than a thousand likes maybe, Um, but so many other tweets, you know, I have a, a friend who tweets about a hamburger, and it gets forty-one thousand likes. And you know, uh, so it's by him using his platform. Um, it was a we were able to reach a lot more people about the information. And you know, kind of just like you noted, uh, run of the mill. If you get a proposal legislation passed, you know, everyone's kind of like whatever, whatever. But you slap a name on there that people know. A lot of things, it, it gets a lot more attention, a lot more conversation. So he, we, he did a great job. Him, his wife, and his whole team were very helpful.
0: Yeah, and, and you see not only with this uh, initiative and Chris Bosch, but we've talked about it on other podcasts, and we're all aware. Okay, you know, when it comes to mental health, having someone like Kevin Love speak out on it and just people throughout all that um, it, it definitely helps uh, because sharing that voice using that platform is so very important and it's, it's great to see guys like Chris and others step up.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I guess my question for Cam is I guess you're going into your first uh, presidential election. is that correct? What are kind of what are kind of your thoughts going into it and, and you know your, I guess what do you feel your responsibility is?
2: Uh, Well, first off, as I said earlier, just trying to be like Ethan. I mean, when you get criticized, (laughs) uh, I mean, that speaks for itself. Um, But just kind of, you know, the overall grand scheme of things is, uh, especially me being so heavily involved in teaching history, I think it's, you know, a duty, um, you know, it's your right, um, but also to educate yourself on what you want to do and how you want to vote. Um, my friend on the gymnastics team, uh, Catherine Biddle, she said something yesterday in our meetings like vote the change that you want, and that could be from any side. Um, but you need to know what change, what impact that's going to make based on the vote that you make. And so I think that especially as you know, our age, we don't need to, you know, follow, you know, somebody that's close to us or say our parent is this or our parent is that, but educating our own selves. Um, and being able to have those conversations such as Ethan said, you know, in the locker room, um, and then moving forward and making, you know, your best you know, educated guess or your vote on, on the change that you want to make.
0: Yeah. And we'll start Ethan or I'm sorry, start with you, Cam, uh, cause since you're just talking about it here is what are some things that people can do that students can do, uh, to educate themselves, to, to see, uh, as you say, you know the best educated guests for a specific topic. What are some things that you've talked about, maybe in COSA or on campus? Uh, just just ways for people to educate themselves on the topics.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, so as far as the topics per se or the issues, um, most of the time people have a bias or an opinion on it, um, and that's totally fine. Uh, but I'm one of those people who I would prefer to go watch the other side or listen to the other side. That way, I'm not only looking at you know my lens. When you get on Twitter, you follow the people who you want to follow. You see the news that you want to see. So as a person who wants all of the facts and to make that educated guess, you need to read the other side. You need to talk to people who don't look like you, who don't believe in the same things as you, so you can understand where they're coming from and why they think the way they think. Um, You know, I don't have any specific issue, but, you know, there's always a left side, a right side, um, you know, a right side, a wrong side to somebody. Um, But hearing the whole story and being able, you know, to look at all facts and all parties um, involved in the matter is something that I think is really big, and that's something that I try to talk about when we talk about things in, you know, our SAC and E-board and things like that.
0: And, Ethan, how about from your side?
1: There we go. Um, well, first, first and foremost, I'm about to, Cam, do you have any more room in your class? Because I like I could use some education and some learning and it looks like that's what you're doing over there. So like, I might enroll in Zoom U taught by Cam Smith, at
3: Drop out of law school. Here we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to. Uh, I could add another class, man. Um, it's a lot of what Cam said, you know, it's, it's about, um, having uncomfortable conversations about talking with people that don't look like you. Um, I think an important aspect to all of this is that, you know, thinking that everyone's doing their best. I don't think that, that anyone that we interact with is, um, you know, really trying to have a vendetta against you or anything that you believe. I don't think by disagreeing that they, they, they hate you or anything like that, but that everyone is trying their best in the climate that we're in with the background that they grew up with to you know, make the best decisions. And so uh, there's a lot of emotion tied up into a lot of stuff that's going on in our country outside of COVID. Um, and the important thing first and foremost is just to accept people for what they feel and how and you know where they're at. You can't, if you wanna use logic on someone that's feeling emotional and if someone emotional wants to use emotion on someone that's feeling logical, those things have, both have a place in time. And it's important to to understand and meet people where they're at, and um, not just talk about getting educated, but really, you know, reading things, really, you know, wanting to know for yourself and thinking for yourself, and uh, you know, not necessarily just going with the hype. That's not to say the hype is is bad, because a lot of times the hype's good. But sometimes the hype is bad, and it, it shouldn't depend on um, what everyone else is thinking. I I always like to saying, don't be a sheep, be a sheep dog. Uh, just follow what everyone else is doing but direct it and and find the truth and and be a leader so i think there's a lot of student athletes that are going to be that and uh, i'm excited for you know this opportunity for them to get out there and vote
3: yeah and speaking of student athlete voting i think uh, a big topic about that not only uh having the day off but also um voting in a different state you know how, how important it is to get your absentee ballot in and and things like that how did you kind of For both of you go about you know encouraging your fellow teammates and friends to even vote absentee if they're voting in a different state
1: yeah well for me i'm motivated because my mom calls me every other week just to make sure that i filled it out or have done it or something like that so she said she bribes me she'll send me chocolate Mine too. We're on the same page. Uh, but as as for, you know, my friends or, you know, if they're not answering their mom's calls or whatever that may be, uh, it, it it's all about just taking the time, I think. I think everyone would be willing to do it um, if they didn't, you know, if it wasn't so complicated and confusing. I think for someone who has done it, um, provide knowing where the resources are and Uh, just literally organizing a time to do it with other people um, and sit down and and take care of it is uh, the biggest the biggest thing.
0: Cam how about you how's that process been Um, and and again your first time around voting uh, just in terms of getting it absentee and uh, what you guys may be talking about to to get everyone educated on how to do that.
2: Yeah uh, well first I think Ethan's mom and my mom and my grandma must talk a lot because it's a lot of the same thing. of, Hey, did you, did you, you know, fill it out? Did you do this? So um, kind of the same thing. Uh, but as far as, uh, you know, my teammates and things, you know, a lot of them live in Illinois. Um, and so, I, you know, I just will say I practice, hey, you know, make sure, you know, you register and things like that. But as far as around campus, um, our volleyball coach, uh, Coach uh, Ray, he, um, he did a, like an initiative which he got passed around our entire uh, athletics it was called pause pause to the polls where we would go on twitter and you know uh, we would nominate five or six other athletes to make sure that they were registered to vote um, and things like that so we were passing that around and student athletes on campus were putting it in their bios on instagram and twitter and things of that nature just to register to vote so we did things like that and then last year uh, connecting with administration, uh, Dr. Streb, Mr. Frazier, President Freeman, um, you know, they put an emphasis on trying to get the initiative to vote. So we have a part of our uh, school website now where you can type in vote and it'll take you through the registration process. And we also did a place in our indoor in the hall of champions where you could register to vote and that was put on by SAC. So kind of what Ethan was saying, you know, just taking the time. uh, And sometimes people don't want to take the time, but when you got to go lift in the same building you know do your study study hole in there um, and then you see the place to register is right there you know you might as well just do it then so that's been the initiatives um, that you know we've tried to do our administration has helped with and you know as far as student athletes and the uh, entire athletic family uh, we've kind of pushed for and have done
3: no, and I think a really important thing in speaking of like making things easy and athletics making things easier, we see a lot of um, sports arenas and places opening up their places for polling and stuff like that. I guess what are your thoughts on, you know, having that option? And and, and what do you think? It, do you think it'll have a big part in, in, you know, getting people
1: out to vote?
0: Ethan, you can go first. Man, I,
1: I know that if they're if they're putting a they're putting a polling spot on the goal line of an NFL you know team's spot, that's I'm going straight to the goal line or the end zone or whatever. I'm voting right there, and every time I watch a game, I'll say you know I you see where you scored that touchdown, that's where I voted. Uh, no, I I don't know what um, the last time I voted, I was you know right at 18, uh, and you know I don't. I was, you know, just coming out of high school, going into college, so I'm pretty sure I wasn't necessarily as aware of, you know, social issues and and um, any political, you know, arguments or whatever that may be. But I've, you know, really been encouraged by the um, the fervency of, especially in the sports world, uh, owners and arenas and operators to create spaces for this to happen. I mean, I can't get on the social media. Without the social media itself specifically reminding me to go register to vote, um, and so I, I mean I think that's kind of cool. I think that we have a duty as citizens to go vote, and you know no matter who you vote for, um, as long as you're you're voting for the person and you're educated for the person that you you know think will best lead the country, uh, I say power more power to you. I would never tell someone not to vote. So the sports arenas, I'm all about it. I'm
2: I'm going straight to the goal line.
0: Kim, what about you? What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way, you know, as Ethan said. Uh, you know, it's pretty cool, um, you know, to get to go to an arena or a stadium of some sort uh, and be able to, you know, say that you were there and you, know, you catch the Um, That's awesome. Um, and so I think that could be a driving force too. You know, that's an incentive, you know, to, you know, say, take your picture, you say, I voted, but, you know, you're also, as you said, you know, on the goal line or you're in a place in the arena where, you know, LeBron shot, got a three ball to win the game or something like that, or, you know, something like when Ethan drops three balls, you know, so everything like that, um, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, <laughs> like you say, I get on Instagram and it says, are you registered, you know, so uh, definitely a big push, and, you know, I like it.
1: I finished one for thirteen on my career cam. So there's there's one spot on the Bowling Green court where I actually made a three ball. Uh, it's more likely that you would vote at a spot that I missed the a three balls.
2: Mm-hmm. But but you were on that court and <laughs> to get to where you are, Ethan. Everybody's trying to be you.
1: I'm I'm voting at home plate, NIU stadium. Let's go. <laughs>
0: I, I just, I love how Cam transitioned from LeBron hitting a three to Ethan <laughs> hitting a three. It was a great transition. <laughs> but but we do we do talk about, uh, like I know Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse to that point is going to be a voting location here in Cleveland. And there's many people who have talked about that. And there's a lot of people that don't even get to go to a game, you know, maybe now. With being a Cavs fan, it's a little easier to be going to a game lately. But you know, th- this is a chance to get into a place and make a difference, and uh, be in a cool facility where some of the greats have played, some of the people that you have looked up to play. So both of your points is are are, uh, are great because that's how I think a lot of people are thinking. I think that's they're getting through to to people in your age bracket because that's the way they want you to think we want, we want you to come to our facility because of these other things. And Oh, by the way, do your duty to vote and, and, and put, you know, get, get your rights to uh, to make a difference and, and to cast your vote rather than sitting at home. So yeah, all the stuff on the social front, you can't log on to anything. Like you said, Ethan, without seeing it, which is great. And then all these things where the uh, NF uh, I think it's more NBA, but um you know, where all the facilities are kind of taking on stuff. But, yeah, I, I'll go to the straw. I'll vote – if I could vote where you pop that triple, I mean, count me in. Count me in for a vote there. It would be great. I've also that's hit one me. three. I've hit one three on that court as well. It wasn't during the game, but it was a pickup. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think they have a shrine dedicated to Ethan
1: on that spot on the floor already, <laughs> so it might be, be closed that, off. That's where they're putting the four-pointer, right out left lane <laughs> yeah. towards, towards the windows. They, they dedicated it.
0: Well, this was great. And I think we want to just wrap it up by saying, you know, on a lighter note, what do you guys, um, I know you both are busy and getting back into school and teaching and in law school, but have you guys been following kind of a segue of uh, have you been following uh, whether it's the NBA playoffs uh, as we get down here um, or or. The MLB's wrapping up uh, the regular season, or the NFL's. Like, what do you, what are you guys currently? We'll start with you, Ethan. What do you, what are you tuned into right now? And, and your thoughts on kind of how the professional leagues are back and and getting this done so that we all have something to watch.
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm tuned into the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference Finals right now. I'm I hope to see a Heat Nuggets Finals. I think that would be wild. Uh, I Tyler Hero just dropped 37 last night. Which his game reminds me of Dylan Fry's, Shameless plug. My man's playing in Croatia right now, and who knows where he'll end up? Maybe, maybe playing against Tyler Hero. Who knows? But uh, I am I'm locked into the finals. I got it pulled up every night. I'm playing a Fortnite on one screen and watching the NBA on another. So let's let's go Jamal Murray. Let's go Tyler Hero. Jimmy Buckets. I I'm all about it.
0: Pam, what are you tuned into? <laughs>
2: Um, yeah same thing we got a three TV setup in our house uh, we got MLB network we put the basketball game on um, and then we'll have call of duty going and then sometimes I'll bring my TV up for fourth um, you know we'll we'll get into it we got everything going on uh, pretty much I'm just honestly waiting on uh, Ethan slash Dave Franco's new movie to drop um, that's that's what I wait on but uh yeah I'm I'm really big into the, you know, the finals, seeing what's going to happen. Uh, football starting back up and things like that, and just seeing where the, you know, major league baseball playoffs end up as well. But we got it all going. Um, it's going to be a tough decision tonight. Somebody's not going to be able to play God. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll figure it out. Man, your electric
1: bill's got to be through the roof. You can't be running <laughs> four TVs on a on one outlet.
2: Hey, man, we we're, we're in a shutdown, a pause. <laughs> We, we got to figure out something to do. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're not, you're, you're you're just, I mean, I know you're not a, a White Sox guy. We, the, the tribe has uh, put it to the White Sox the last two nights with uh, walk-off homers. It's been great. So between that and actually, surprisingly, uh, I, I forget the actual date, so I shouldn't have even brought it up. But last Thursday was like the first time the Browns and Indians won on the same day in like a really long time, really long time.
3: I think, was was 50 years.
0: Yeah. I think it was 50 years. 50
3: years? <laughs> Maybe. No, actually, I think it's more. I think it was 1954 or something.
0: Yeah, it's an incredible stat. And people are like, is that true? Yeah, it's true. So we're, we're, uh, we're living it up this past week here in, in the land, you know, with uh, our NBA team may have not made the bubble, but we actually got one. We, we celebrate one football win, like we just won the championship around here, and, uh, and then to, and to watch baseball. It's great, though. We started this quarantine and everything without really any sense of where we were going to be able to watch what we we're going to be able to do. And for the NBA to pull off the bubble and MLB, I know they had their struggles at the beginning, uh, but they were able to figure it out. And NFL is, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked by how well through two weeks that it's going. So uh, it's great. And, um, you know, I, we, we appreciate you guys coming on and sharing your insight and having a little fun with us as usual. Uh, love the banter between you two guys Couldn't have had a better duo on the on the pod with us today for sure and uh, you know best of luck to you Ethan and we'll be in touch with with uh, kind of your grad program here and I'm sure we'll be reaching out uh, as you work through on the NCA side with things and cam can't wait to see you uh, back on that field man. Uh, it's gonna be great as you said that that feeling of getting back to practice. I can't imagine what it's going to be like when you're actually, you know, in a game. So, you know, uh, again, uh, appreciate both of your guys' time and uh, for bringing some voter education to light today and look forward to talking to you again soon.
2: Thank you. All See ya. Thank you the man